for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Stephanie, how's it going? It's good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Glad to have you on. How's uh I'm happy to be here. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh you know, it's funny because you were one of the uh, first people that signed up and I had messaged you and you'd made a comment about you were happy that it was on a Friday, which I don't hear from musicians that very often because it's mostly <laughs> weekend stuff that they prefer doing. So that was a nice change of pace. Nice change of pace. So yeah, well, for me, a lot of stuff I do is on the weekends. Uh-huh. So more often than not, if I'm doing interviews, I like to do anything during the week because it just makes more sense with my schedule. So I'm I'm happy to be part of it today. Absolutely, absolutely happy to have you here. It's been over a year because we had you on our, I don't even know what to call that series we did. It was our dry run for a radio show uh, that we were pitching. So you were a part, you were an interview part of that. Um, so that. That, that's kind of the weird part of live and amplified when we try and do new things we never know how to <laughs> classify the stuff so i'm um, glad to have you on the podcast and even better for such a great cause of trying to raise awareness for pancreatic cancer research absolutely so. i am all about getting people excited about these type of things because there's just so many people that are suffering from all different kinds of cancers and there's so much that can be done and funding needs to happen for that. So Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm happy to be a part of this today. I just lost my mother-in-law recently and she had breast cancer. So it's, it's a thing that touches a lot of people's lives and I'm just happy to be a part of this to bring awareness to cancer in general, but to also to pancreatic cancer for this Absolutely. Because, you know, it's as I was doing research to kind of prepare for everything, because obviously we don't want to throw constant information at people, but we want the information out there. And it's like PanCan was founded in 1999. And at that point, the survivability rate just for pancreatic cancer alone was 4%. So you were, if you were diagnosed, only 4% would live past five years, I think is what it was. And now that number's up to 10%. And it's like, it's growing. That's good. But, you know, why isn't it growing faster? Or why isn't it, you know? So it's always, it's always good. And unfortunately, it took the wake up call that I got to kind of see the light, if you will, you know, that we need. I'm sorry to hear about your mother. No, thank you very much. So, um, Let's kind of talk a little bit about yourself and uh, what you got going on. Uh, How's music been treating you throughout the last year or so with the pandemic and stuff? Gosh, there's been so much going on. I mean, just through the pandemic, I I taught myself guitar. So now I'm at a point, like if you fast forward, uh, I'm playing my own gigs on my own. I don't need a guitarist, although it's nice to have a full band and I would never say no to that opportunity. I I'm able to do it on my own. So tonight I've got a gig that uh, I'm doing out in Mystic, Connecticut, which is awesome. Um, And I have one tomorrow too. So it's just being able to be a better musician 
and have the time to, you know, figure out all those little things over the pandemic has really helped a lot. You know, it helped with my writing. I have new music that I've put out this year. I think we're up to four singles now that I've released. And the, the last one being the Christmas song that I released this past Friday. So today is a week. So happy one week. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been really busy with writing and learning new things. Definitely guitar. I got an electric guitar semi-recently, so I've got a lot to learn with that. And uh, yeah, it's just trying to continue to build myself as a musician, as a singer-songwriter. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and yeah. I have my acoustic CD that's out. I just got them in the mail, so that's super exciting. Those are um, are never going to be released digitally, so I'm only mm-hmm. selling them on this one CD, um, just as like a limited edition thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm excited about that. They came in. They look great. They sound great. So just lots of new and fun things going on. Nice. That's really, you know, I really love it when musicians do something different with their music. Not, well, not to say it like that, but um, they do something with the different with the release of their music. There you go. That's the better way to uh, sound it. And it's, you're almost take as you're almost taking the approach of like, this NFT project that's been, or like uh, NFTs, it's almost like a hard copy version of that, where this is the only place you'll be able to hear this music other than like when you go to live shows and whatnot. So that that's yeah. really cool. Um, tell us more about the uh, album and w- like what's kind of on it and all that fun stuff. So the EP technically, I guess you could call it um, because it's only got six songs on it. They're all of the songs that I've released so far with my producer, Brent Raider. Um, So they're nights like these, I should broken heart over you um, and gravel Mm -hmm. are all on there. Um, I don't know if I'm missing one. I might be, but those are on it and they're all the acoustic versions of the songs, which I've not released before. You know, you can get the fully produced songs on Apple music and Spotify and all the places that you would listen digitally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can, you know, I guess make your own CD if you yeah. wanted to burn one, but um, these songs, I really wanted to just do something different that people haven't gotten from me yet. Yeah. I've not done anything acoustically and I haven't had CDs in I think like three years or something oh, like wow. that. Yeah. Um, and I've been asked a few times about, um, am I going to make CDs? Is it going to be the new stuff? Is it going to be old stuff? So I just wanted to give people a little something of me that they wouldn't normally get anywhere else. Yeah, absolutely. And what's, what was the uh, feeling or I guess like what, what was the feeling of recording such a stripped back performance inversion? of your music. Um, how did it feel to record acoustic sets? I guess is the best way to ask that question. It's, it's funny because when you, when you play out and you go to, you know, Nashville or wherever you are and you're playing acoustically anyways, you're kind of just always in that zone of like, this is what it sounds like. Um, and then you go and hear the produced version and they're just so different. 
um, being able to strip back all the instruments. And, you know, I think there's just a couple of guitars and a harmony on my voice just to fill it in a little bit and not just straight acoustic, but mm -hmm. there's just a different feeling that you get. You can hear the vocals a little bit more clearly just because there's nothing else there to really hide behind. And that's also a thing that I love about acoustic music is that you don't have anything to hide behind. Yeah. There aren't bells and whistles all around you to make you sound amazing. Yep. You just have to be able to perform and do it. So yeah. I love that aspect of it. Yeah, it, it gets to challenge you as a musician and mm -hmm. makes you show how good you really are. I guess that that's, at least that's what I like about acoustic and more live performances because you, you don't have the same opportunities to run like all the different filters and like, I mean, obviously with technology and stuff now there's ways to do it, but you know, with a solo acoustic, just like very stripped back, it's like, you're going to sniff that stuff out a lot quicker. So. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's really awesome. I'm excited to use, uh, excited to hear it. Um, so the CDs you just got in, uh, and they're available now on the, on yeah, your website. They're available now. I actually, I had them up as a pre-order. So I've sold a bunch through that. I only ordered a hundred. So that's all that's going to be printed. I don't really have a plan to print more than that because I want it to be something special. Yeah. Everything that I've offered so far, besides like t-shirts and stuff. Mm. Um, I have little shot glasses, the nice. CDs that I had put out a while ago, um, just little one-off special things so that like, if you buy it, you have it and that's awesome. And mm -hmm. then if you missed out, sorry, yeah. you'll have to wait for the next thing or, yeah. or try to buy it from somebody else. <laughs> Yeah, for but you sure. have to, if it's limited, then people feel like they're getting something special. And that's exactly how I feel about those things. Mm -hmm. They're special to me. And if, if you want one, you get one. So they're available on my website, stephanieryan.com. Mm -hmm. They were a pre-order, but now that I have them in stock, I can just, you know, send them out. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to, to finally have those. I've been waiting. <laughs> nice. And so with that brings up the burning question of, have you thought about doing vinyl or anything like that? Like if in the next live acoustic album or whatever, have you thought about doing vinyl? I have thought about it. And some people have asked, I just don't have, I don't have enough people who want that from me right now to mm -hmm. make it worth it. Cause you have to buy, you know, a certain amount for it yeah, to make yeah, yeah. sense. And they're, they're not cheap. Uh, so when it comes to a point where people are asking more for that, yeah. I, I definitely would love to have something on vinyl. Like yeah. if I could afford it, I would just do it. But yeah. um, if I have enough people that want that, I, I'm happy to put anything out. I mean, For if sure. people were like, we'd like this, this, and this, like, let me know because I, I want to put out things that people actually want. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things where yes, vinyl is making a comeback. And I, whenever uh, bands have vinyl at shows, whether it be, you know, like an EP, LP, whatever it is, I do tend to net, or migrate towards that just because it's like you, you harken back to the days of it being a piece of art, you know, and it's really cool and unique and knowing that there's probably only going to be 250 of these made or, you know, like whatever it is. So, mm -hmm. that, but then again, it's a huge gamble on the part of the bands or the musician or the whoever you know, mm -hmm. because if nobody buys it, then you're stuck with this. Exactly. I, um, and I'm yeah. super strategic with that kind of stuff. I have a ton of friends who have sunk money into a lot of merchandise that they end yeah. up just sitting on. And it's unfortunate because people 
like everybody listening out there m- might not understand that we actually have to buy everything prior. Yep. And then if people don't buy it, we have to sit on it. Yep. And that's just money, especially for an independent musician. That's just money. We don't have yep. to, you know, sink in and not be able to, you know, gain anything back from. So I, like I said, do small runs of things and just kind of hope for the best in that sense. And, and I'll throw things out there on social media, asking people, you know, what is it that they want or that they're looking for and what interests them so mm-hmm. that I can, you know, make those sales and, and have those items that people really want. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, luckily for a, like a more solo or uh, single face project like yourself, the, the merchandise will always be, be there and be sellable. So yeah, it just, um, if you sunk a lot of money into it, the hope would be eventually you could sell it, but just like in the meantime, it's like, Oh, that's like a thousand dollars I could have used for the next album or the whatever. Exactly. Whereas if you're like a full band every day, you're not selling that merchandise is a day that that band could break up. And then you're all just stuck with, Oh, Hey, who wants this old band t-shirt that doesn't exist anymore? <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time. Like I saw, I've seen several bands that print out all this merch. They play, they don't even get a show out. And they've got all this merch and the band breaks up or they get one show and the band breaks up and it's like, cool. You know, that's, that's interesting. So, um, so you'd mentioned that you're, uh, got a show coming up tonight, Mm -hmm. which is in Connecticut. Where are you at currently? Where are you located at currently? Well, I am always bouncing around, which I know, you know, from following me, but right now I'm in Rhode Island uh, at a friend's house and then we'll be going back to Connecticut for the holiday and, um, for the show tonight, because, you know, we're right over the border. So it's kind of an easy jumping off point. And then I'll end up back in Maine and then I go to Nashville and I'm kind of all over the place until the end of the year. Yeah. And then are you going to take a break for a little bit or are you going to just roll right into the next year and. What does the break look like? I don't know. <laughs> I'm, tr- you know, no, I'm trying I'll take to. A break. I'll take a break, Pro- you know, for the holiday. Yeah. Uh, probably two weeks, like you know, Christmas to New Year's mm-hmm. will be a time that I kind of take off for myself, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it's just yeah. kind of right back into the swing of things and working on the next single and and all that stuff. That makes sense. I forced myself, like, since I knew this was going to be a long adventure and very stre- uh, strenuous and stuff. I told myself, okay, you do this, you have to take the rest of the year off. Like no, no ifs, ands, or buts, just do it. And then a week later, I found myself trying to book other things for the six (laughs) weeks that I was going to be off. And I'm like, no, that defeats the purpose. What are you doing to yourself? And I had Mm -hmm. to have that moment of, I'm just a workaholic. I can't just sit still. (laughs) So, you know, you take like the small, blips of time off. I I find that after a few days, you're kind of like, okay, what's the, what are we doing next? There's gotta be something, you know, coming down the pike. So I like to take little stints of breaks because then it just, you get the break, but then you get right back into the swing of things and it's easier. I I think. Yeah. And well, my concern is, is like after my mom passed, um, I kind of took that August or the rest of July. And I was just kind of like, all right, maybe I'll do a podcast or two, but for the most part, I'm going to cancel everything for July. Mm -hmm. And then after like 
two days after my mom passed, after my sister went home and it was just me and my dad down in Florida, kind of dealing with everything. I was just sitting there. I was like, I need to do something. I can't just sit here. Like, I mean, I was still working and stuff like that. I was working remotely, but like, after I got off the clock, it was just kind of like, um, okay, I need to do something like, well, let, let's get this yeah. going or something, you know? And mm-hmm. then I got back home and yeah. So that, that, it's always interesting. I found I need to start taking more breaks, whether it's just a week here and there or a one big run at the end of the year. I don't know, but we'll figure it out. So. Yeah. You gotta make sure you take those breaks. Otherwise you burn yourself out and nobody wants to be around people who are all burnt out. You're like yeah. exhausted. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, um, Obviously, you've got a really exciting rest of the year coming up. You got a lot of traveling, it seems like, which is always fun. Um, yes. <laughs> you mentioned that you have a new single that you're working on, hopefully beginning of the year. Have you already written it or is it just kind of, I want to put out a single, so I'm going to start working on it at the beginning of the year? I have some things in the works, Okay, um, but I'm never opposed to choosing something that maybe I write next week or even, you know, three weeks from now. Um, it just kind of all depends on what I'm feeling at the moment and what I feel most strongly about every single song that I've released so far is very special to me in, in a different way. Mm -hmm. And I always want to continue that trajectory of putting out music that really means something to me that I'm hope people can also relate to. Um, like the single that I just put out, what Christmas means to me for the holiday season, everybody add it to their playlists, please. Um, that song is extremely near and dear to my heart because I had lost my mother-in-law and father-in-law just in 10 weeks of each other. So one was in August and one was just the beginning of October. And it's, it's been crazy. And I I wrote the song last year with Levi Moore and it was during the holiday season. And I was thinking about, you know, loved ones that have passed and past memories and all like good things that come with the holiday and what I love about it. And, uh, this year, just from all of the things that have changed, it just really brought a new meaning to me. And I wanted to get it out there for everybody else so that, they could enjoy it as well and, and have the feelings that, that I have for that song Yeah, when they listen to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. I will have to go check it out. I was all, I was in the mood November 1st to be all Christmas for the next two months, you know, all that stuff. And then uh, Jen, sorry if you're listening, but my sister kind of was like, no, Christmas doesn't begin until after Thanksgiving show out i am definitely on that same wavelength for me like i put the song out november 12th Uh because you know thinking the holiday season is short so Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that we get the singles out there so the people who want to listen to it early have the opportunity me personally it has to be after thanksgiving so i i'm not necessarily like going out of my way to listen to music but Mm -hmm. my husband loves it so we are now listening to music. He, I told him we can start listening to Christmas music early because yeah. I'm putting the song out so you can have that. But next year, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> I also couldn't, you know, put out the song in like September, October, just like some other artists have done. Cause I just yeah. feel like that's really aggressively early. Yeah. So I thought, I thought mid November was good. Also, November is a good compromise. Cause if you do September, yeah. October, people are going to forget it about, forget about it by then. Yeah. 
So yeah. I just want it to be fresh and, and there's some exciting other things that are coming mm. with that song. I have a music video coming out in the next couple of weeks nice. that yeah. is going to end up being on CMT, which uh -huh. I haven't announced yet. So I guess now I've announced exclusive. it. Yeah. <laughs> the exclusive on live and amplified. Nice. Um, so that's exciting. That's going to happen on December 17th. Uh, the premiere of the video I'm still working on, but it's going to be on wavy TV in Virginia on mm -hmm. December 3rd. And I have um, an acoustic video for it as well that I'm, I might be putting out in, in the next few weeks after that nice. before Christmas. So there's a lot of fun things, you know, coming out with, with that song that I'm excited to share. That's good. That's really good. You know, you're staying busy. You're, you know, I, I really try, I'm trying to hold, hold through to after Thanksgiving, but <laughs> it, it's getting to that point now where it's like, there's so much content out there that you just can't watch it in the course of a month. Like so many movies, so many TV shows, so many, all that, and so much music coming out now, especially on the indie scene or indie level. And I kind of mentioned this in one of the earlier interviews that that's one thing that I hope doesn't stop because of the, or after the pandemic is indie musicians releasing see we'll call it seasonal music because you know for whatever um so i hope more indie musicians start writing christmas music or new you know just whatever seasonal music they feel like writing mm -hmm. um because you know it's same thing dealing with the merchandise is you put all this money into it and you can only play it during certain times of the year it's just kind of like okay what's you know what's yeah. the return on investment so mm-hmm well, you, I feel like there's those two seasons. It's, it's the holiday season and it's summer. Yeah. You get like the summer songs that are all about being on the beach and drinking beer and all these things. And you can sing those in like yeah. the spring, summer, maybe early fall, but then like that's kind of it. And you can't yeah. do that anymore. And then you move into like the Christmas time yeah. of the holiday season. And like, that's real short. So you've only got so much time for that. Everything else I feel like is a decent crossover. Like you got the love songs for valentine's day but you yep. can kind of play those anytime <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure for sure so um but as as we kind of start wrapping this up uh i really appreciate you i feel really bad because you always get like the really short interviews or the oh my god the, don't even worry about it <laughs> we'll, we'll have to get you back on beginning of the year whenever uh your new, next single is ready to release we'll have to get you back on so we can do a full in-depth conversation um yeah all that that'd be stuff. great i would love that i think it's probably going to be early late, late january early february for the next awesome. single so awesome just um, don't hold me to it i can't guarantee yeah, but that's, yeah for sure yeah. for sure um, <laughs> we, we've got plenty of slots there for the beginning of the year so we'll 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 talk off air here and uh we'll, we'll get that going but Sounds good. as we kind of wrap this up every person that comes on the fundraising a virtual fundraiser gets a random question from our question generator. Oh boy. <laughs> so I'm going to swipe the thing and it's going to pop up a random question. All right. I'll pretend you, that I'm ready. <laughs> you'll pretend that you're ready. Ordering room service. Yes or no. I've never, ever done that. So I guess no. Okay. Wait a minute. That was kind of a lame question. Hold on. <laughs> I, you know, it's I, I, every question has been like interesting. And then that one pops up and it's like, Oh, it's not even that good of a question. 
Okay, here you go. Okay. How many dollars do you spend at your typical grocery store visit? Oh gosh, it's probably around around 200-ish. Wow. Shopping for two, but also shopping for lengths of time. So it's usually around two, 250 every time I go. Mine's slowly getting there. I went to the store before I started the podcast because I was like, oh, I don't have any food in the house. I need food. I need drinks. And like, it was like a normal trip. And I ended up spending like 40% more than I usually do. And I'm like, well, you know what the problem is? It's the drinks. Yeah. That's what's the problem because they're so expensive. <laughs> that is very true. Very, very true. But once again, thank you so much for jumping on here. If anybody wants to check out your sing- uh, new single that's out, or anything new that you got going on, where's the uh, best place for them to do that? Everybody can find all of my music on Apple Music, Spotify, all digital platforms. You can also find it on stephanieryan.com. Awesome, awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for jumping on. Really appreciate it. And, Absolutely. Uh, Good luck yeah. with the whole fundraiser. I, oh. I donated and I got a couple friends of mine to donate as well, and I've posted it all over social. So I'm hoping awesome, you can awesome. Well, we greatly appreciate it. And, um, you know, it, it's just one of those things where we, we we needed to try and do something in honor. Like I use it as an honor of my mother. And as I've told pretty much every musician coming on here, if it wasn't for her, I would have probably given up on this about two months ago because her working with musicians in this capacity is like herding cats. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I think I'm good, but no, it was luckily this week, everything started coming together and it's been good so far. So I'm happy. Good. Um, I'm glad to hear it, but uh, I appreciate you uh, jumping on and giving us time to sit down and chat. Um, and we will uh, be back with Milky Vaughn. <laughs>